Yeah, we're back at you, Metal Sharpens Metal, MSM Radio. Hey, on the phone, uh, we have Glenn Remsen. Glenn, are you there? I am here, and I'm enjoying my weekly dose of MSM Radio. Yeah, love it. <laughs> Awesomeness. So, man, the last time I talked to you, you were down in South Carolina, Charleston, uh, at the Hanahan Amphitheater, and uh, you were uh, you put together... Uh, uh, the uh, Rock Fest, Get Revelation Rock Fest, and uh, uh, last time we talked on air was uh, you were giving us some updates, and I think Zana had been going on right at that uh, time. And uh, so, so wow, man! How, I guess a lot of stuff has gone on since then. Um, I don't know where to start and how you want to start tonight, but hey, the floor is yours. It's your interview. <laughs> I should be asking time. questions, but I'm putting it all in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Well, dude, let's just let's just roll with it and see where God takes us. This I love could it. be this could be a lot of fun. I love it. I love it. <laughs> this could be a, well. First of all, I can walk again. I, the Sunday after Rockfest, I couldn't walk. Um, I was on my feet all day, and it was uh, back and forth. I probably lost about three to four pounds in one day. Glenn, we're getting so, too old great for this exercise stuff, brother. Program. We're, we're getting too old for this stuff, brother. We are. We are. I'm, <laughs> in my mind, I'm 25. <laughs> yeah, I'm, but, I'm with you. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that uh, we're able to do this tonight because I've been able to take two weeks to kind of process everything that was going on and yeah. everything that happened at Rockfest. It was more than what I had expected and more than what I had imagined. Wow. And. I hope you don't mind me doing this, but before we start, you know, I've talked to you, and I want to thank you guys over at Metal Sharpens Metal for supporting it and for giving our artists the time that uh, on the radio, some of the artists that we featured. But I just want to go through the list of some people that were behind the scenes kind of making things go because it just wasn't me. Uh, First of all, we got my wife, Deb, um, and then my ministry partner from North Carolina, Stacy from Revelation Resistance. We had Michelle L. here. We had also... Tara Good News from North Carolina. Uh, she designed the logo. We had Christina in Charleston. We had Tiffany Sheldon from The Last Trumpet. We had Ziggy here in Charleston. We had Jeff Healy here in Charleston. John Savioli. Man, what a trooper. That guy transported an entire baptismal pool to and from the amphitheater. Wow. Awesome. We'll talk more about that in a bit. Okay. We had Christopher Maggard from M5 Productions film the entire thing. Uh, Pastor Mike Diamond from Victory Christian Church in Charleston provided huge support for us. Dan Guzman from the Raw Coffee Company. Uh, I got to give a shout out to my my buddy Stephen Perro who was going to bring the command post down for the event, but the axles broke on that. He spent 12 hours on the side of the road trying to make it to Charleston down to to support the event. We had great security from the uh, security team, KDI. Um, awesome. Just really awesome, awesome support. And if I forgot somebody. I will probably remember you before we get through the rest of the evening, but there was a lot of people behind this, a lot of people doing a lot of hard work for this, and if it wasn't for them, it, it just it just wouldn't have happened. Absolutely, I, and, and you know, I may want to make a good point and a pitch uh, with Ziggy. I've been chatting with Ziggy occasionally, and that, and I still, it's funny, and if Ziggy's listening, hey Zig, I. Um, went to order your your uh, the vinyl album of yours the other night, and I was at work and I got sidetracked. I have not forgot, and I want to pitch to all the listeners. Hey, yes. listen, get out and buy uh, Ziggy's album uh, because I, I think if he gets uh, like a hundred orders um, or some some kind of number, the more he gets, the, the, there's a production thing for him. There's something uh, maybe you know more about it than I do. 
uh, Glenn? Yeah, um, if he gets 100 orders, they will put it into production, and it will go into record stores. He just needs the 100 orders. Is, is there a time frame? I'll tell you what, his music would sound awesome on vinyl. Uh, he yes. was made for vinyl. Yes. That's the way to get it uh, and yes. to listen to it. And I really do, <clears throat> I'm kind of partial to the album cover because I know the guy that designed it. So Yes, yes, oh, yeah, that's right, I do too. Well, I don't. I never met him directly, but yep, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so listen, uh, is there a way uh, to, um, can, can you uh, help people on air now to get to that link to, to help Ziggy out? You know, let's, let's do this. I don't have the link, so to make it easy, mm-hmm. email me directly, and I will send you the link. I'll give you my email address. Right. It's I, mean, I, 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 I got the link, but I was just wondering okay. for the listeners if there's a way they can, you know, do a search. Is there somehow they can search that up uh, to get it, to buy it? That's a good question. Um, I've got my computer up, and I can take a look right okay. here. Okay. Yeah, so as, uh, as Glenn's looking that up, yeah, guys, it's, uh, Ziggy, uh, I think, was uh, partially foundational concerning this whole uh, Get Revelation Rock Fest. And Glenn, didn't it start like, uh, didn't the concept from you start like two years ago or something? And then you connected with Ziggy. I forgot the story. Uh, yeah, this is kind of a funny story. Um, Ziggy and I, of course, we were working with you and the Extreme Tour. Um, Oh, all they need to do is type in Ziggy Babylon is falling into Google, and you go to the diggersfactory.com vinyl link, Babylon is falling Ziggy, yes, limited edition vinyl. So it'll come up in Google search. Awesome. Thank you so much. So type in Ziggy Babylon is falling. Yeah, one afternoon I was driving home from work, and Ziggy called me up on the phone. He's like, and this was two years ago, and we were looking at uh, having Disciple come into Charleston, and it started with him saying, hey, uh, you know, Disciples looking to do some South Carolina shows. You think we can do that? And I really didn't think much about it, and I just was like, uh, yeah, we we can do that. And then I came home that evening, and I said to my wife, I was like, hey, we're going to do a we're going to do a concert. She's like, what? <laughs> so, Thanks, Deb. It was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it was um, it's kind of interesting, and you know I've I've done smaller ones before, but nothing to the extent that this turned into. Yes, and it turned into more than we can imagine. But Ziggy was foundational in that. If it was not for Ziggy giving me that phone call, we would not have we would not have done this. Now it even goes back a little bit further to the guys at Winter's Resurrection because yes. there was one afternoon, Phil, the lead singer from Winter's Resurrection, and I, we were watching my son play drums at a uh, fundraising event at, at a local pub. And Phil was like, hey, you know, wouldn't it be cool to do like a music show or something out at the amphitheater? And he's like, I got this project called Winter's Resurrection. I was like, oh, yeah, let me check it out. Yes. And as you know, I've been, you know, in the Winter's Resurrection studio quite regularly mm-hmm. uh, with them. And they opened up Rock Fest and they were, t- <laughs> they crushed it. Awesome. They They're incredible musicians. Absolutely. Absolutely, that very cool. So, so you had some um, uh, some really cool stuff going on in the past couple weeks since then. Um, and and again, I, I mean, can maybe maybe you can recap that day as far as the events, and then move forward till present now. Sure, absolutely. the The day of was really surreal. We could have asked for any better weather, but we had some hiccups before we even hit the ground that week. As you probably remember, that was the week of the, gra- of the uh, gas crisis. 
Yes. And we were wondering how we were going to get artists in from Texas, because we had Warhol and Zana coming in from Texas. We had the last trumpet coming down from North Carolina. Jenna Parr was coming in from Georgia. And the pipeline hack hit all of the contiguous states, including Florida, where all of our uh, talent was coming from, except for South Carolina. Well, it hit us here in South Carolina. And uh, it was we were trying to figure ways to get people down here around the gas crisis. Uh, Michael from Winter's Resurrection, we were even to the point we'll just load up the truck with gas cans, pickup truck, <laughs> and drop them off to whoever needs them cool. awesome. to get down here. And, and we're going to do this. And it was really funny because I called Mark Anthony from the letter black, like on Monday or Tuesday before access. And I was like, uh, yeah, about the gas crisis. And he was like, he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, we have a gas crisis. The pipeline got hacked. He's like, oh man, you can't make this stuff up. You just can't make it up. <laughs> and you know, not that the gas crisis was to try to throw a monkey wrench into um, rock fest, right. you know, not that, it was just part of God's plan for that week for that to happen. And what we got out of it was learning to walk in faith, you yes. know, with that because everything had fell into line, yes, right up to that point. It's like, now we're doing this. Mark Anthony's like, now we're coming down. He's like, if y'all need gas in Pennsylvania, we'll bring it down to you. Wow. And, uh, you know, it was just that walk of faith of, okay, we got things going on, yes, and then even getting to the event, um. And I have to spend a, send a special shout-out to him, um, Christopher Maggard from M5 Productions out of Kentucky. Okay. He came out to film the entire event and do a documentary on it. And on his way, he was the first vehicle breakdown that occurred okay. on the way to Rockfest. Then Zana's vehicle broke down on the way to Rockfest. And then we had the command post we were going to have set up with my friend Stephen. Uh, for the center of operations for everything, that broke down. Wow. So we have a lot of vehicle breakdown, a lot of obstacles in the midst of doing it. Now, for the people that were there, you'd watch on stage and see, hey, wow, this is great. This is running like clockwork, and this is going very well. And then, you know, behind the scenes where everything was going on, it's really interesting to be behind the scenes, and I really enjoy being behind the scenes yes. and, and, and doing that. So, you know, we had those obstacles, but the day, it was like 78 degrees, not a cloud in the sky, and it was absolutely beautiful, and where we had the event, it just was like a sanctuary in nature, is really what it felt like to me while we were there. It was a sanctuary in nature. It was really neat, because we had some people show up. We had a guy show up from Georgia, because there was no gas in Georgia. He's like, well, I'm coming to South Carolina, found out there was a show, so he came in and took a show in. So, wow. yeah, it's really cool. Some people that rolled in that were unexpected uh, yeah, no that doubt. were there. No doubt. Wow. That's fascinating. So then, um, and, and so the day, um, earlier tonight, I played Amazing Grace from Jeff Beck. It's just an incredible thing. And then um, you had uh, presented a video, uh, audio to me. Uh, was it the beginning or the end of the show? Uh, I think it was earlier in the day with uh, uh, somebody had sung Amazing Grace uh, who, who yes. Was, uh, yeah. Yes. We did that smack dab in the middle. Okay. Uh, we did that at about the four o'clock hour. We kicked things off at one twenty, one fifteen, one twenty. Sure. And you know the whole thing about this is that it was not like, hey, let's do something cool to, you know, get kids excited. And really, we weren't. This was not for one particular church. This was for the body of Christ as a whole. Yes. And. 
the centerpiece of it is, is the gospel. That's what we were there for. That's what this was all about, was yes. building a stage for Jesus, for him to be glorified in the city of Charleston and for right. the gospel to be presented. And there's no better song to be sung after the gospel is presented than Amazing Grace. Right. And Ashley Warhol, i got to give her some mad props, she did that with her dad. Wow. Um, they rearranged it. It was their arrangement of Amazing Grace. Yes, and there was not a dry eye in that entire amphitheater. That's what I'm talking about. Beautifully, beautifully done. And, and and isn't it amazing that something like that? And a lot of people miss the concept. I mean, I I think a lot of people get it, but some people don't. You can you can have both things at an event when it's when it's blessed. You know, you can you have metal and rock and hard stuff, and then you have this basically acapella, amazing grace. Uh, I mean, so fitting. It fit totally. It does, probably because amazing. We had, you know, we had hard, heavy music and Amazing Grace. When you listen to the words of it, that's what I call heavy theology. <laughs> that's not light stuff. That, that is that is deep, heavy theology. That's true. That that's very true. And and like uh, like your book mentions about metal and the depth of metal, um, and what people are singing about and crying out about. Yes, absolutely. Yes, just the reality of it. Um, I've been listening to this week. Been ha- had the opportunity. I was really. Really encouraged by it. Um, listening to Sirius XM Octane, uh, yeah. we've got a, a rental car this week, and it's got uh, satellite radio in it. Yay. And I was taking count of how many of the bands on Octane that they were playing were actually Christian-based bands. Is that right? On and, Octane? No kidding. Yeah, on Octane, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Chevelle, Lacey Sturm, Skillet, Thousand Foot Crutch. I was just totally blown away. I was like, wow, it's really, it's really coming to the forefront. And it's, it wasn't, you know, that stuff isn't cheesy metal. That is, that's, that, that's really good stuff. And then, you know, even the ones from the bands that are not, you know, what you would consider a Christian band, yep. just their, the basis of their lyrics of, you yes. know, again, it's what we, we've talked about when I've talked about in the book of, you know, save me, I'm going down, I need help. You know, yes. that's an honest cry. God will do something with that. That's absolutely right. You don't have to be a believer or a churchy or any of that stuff to uh, for, for our Father uh, to, to hear you, you know? No, that's the you key. don't. That's you don't. Key. You can be in the middle of an amphitheater in Charleston <laughs> that's, at a metal concert. That, that's right. And you, God will hear you. That's right. And and did you have any? Uh, uh, and I, I'm jumping the gun of the, uh, the, the in the past two weeks, kind of. But what uh, did you have any people talk to you uh, after the show or since the show uh, that really was ministered to? Yes. Yes. As a matter of fact, it started as the show was wrapping up because again during the day. I was running around all over the place, and I got to hear the bands a bit. It's not like I got to, you know, rock out and enjoy enjoy the show as a spectator. It was, it was making things go. Yes. But towards the end of the night, um, John Savioli brought out the baptismal pool, the portable one from Victory Christian Church, and I'll never forget the meeting I had with Pastor Mike Diamond. Okay. He's like, do you, you know, way before, he's like, do you really want to take the time to take that thing out there? Because really? I mean, it is not an easy haul. You got to take it apart. You got to put take the motor apart. Put it all back together, yes. and then you got to fill it up. And I looked at him. I said, "Yeah, I want to take. I want to take that out there." He's like, "Okay." And uh, we took it out there, and we had it set up all day. Yes. And then I looked at John, and I went over to him. It was as just just as the letter black was getting ready to do their set. Um, I looked at John, I was like, you know, it's going to take a while to drain that thing. You can start draining it. Right. 
so he started draining it, and as he started to drain the pool, there was, I'd say she's about eight, wow. uh, eight-year-old girl. Um, she was baptized right there by her dad. Wow. And we were able to get it on video. And just that, I mean, just waiting to the last minute, seeing what, what God was doing. Yes. And it took me back because Laura Victoria uh, really helped the ladies at the beginning and, and led them in prayer with Christina on stage. Awesome. And you want to talk about a, a prayer session on stage before things kicked off. And one wow. of the things Laura prayed was that there'd be a baptism by fire, wow, uh-huh. blood, and water. Wow. And, <laughs> you know, there's, there's some really serious implications with the baptism of water. Yes. It really ticks off the, the realms of darkness because yes. they can't ever have that. That's it right. It bothers them. Yes. And it's kind of like, yeah, okay, in your face. Yes, it, it's it's a cleaning. Yeah, it's it's a cleaning and getting rid of the the dirty. And so, you know, some people yeah. have they don't realize they're dirty or they don't think they're dirty. You know what I mean? I could remember when I was younger, my my mom wiping my face and I hated it. You know, with the washcloth. <laughs> you yeah. know, but but the point was to you know it was better after the fact. <laughs> but I didn't. I, I but I, but I didn't realize it at the point. <laughs> oh, but anyways, I'm I'm kind of that, relating. That was so sweet. But then even afterwards, I, you know, I started getting messages and through Messenger and everything like that about things that were going on there that I had absolutely no idea about. Wow. And I don't want to get into the details with particular people, but I can tell you that there were people that their spirit and faith in the Lord has been revived. Awesome. Um, there are people that gave their heart and soul to supporting the event that have been blessed with their work awesome. and new jobs and opportunities wow. that have opened up yes. uh, for some of the bands, even for Ziggy. He's had some doors open up awesome. uh, through outlets in Europe right now with his music. Wow. And God's just doing a lot. And yes. then seeing and hearing the things that God ministered to people, I'm like, I had no idea that was going on. And it just goes to show that God's Spirit does, he's going to do what he's going to do. That's right. Yeah, he, he's going to do it. And I've really got no control over that. Yes. And it's not like I can put him in a box. And he's just going to do whatever. And how he works, it's just the omnipresence and the omnipotence of God to be able to do all of those things at once when I really can't even walk and chew gum at the same time. I mean, it's just, it's just mind blowing when you think about it. Well, that's right. And when you put, when you put yourself aside and, and put the, the work, ahead like you had mentioned there was a lot of people that that were involved and they're getting blessed now and they weren't even planning on it but now they're getting blessed because they put their foot towards what y'all were doing um interesting uh uh story recently uh Nettie, our our uh uh favorite Nettie uh from the extreme tour yeah. and all that stuff she recently has uh started an organization uh it, it's an anti-bullying organization well that was i opportunity now that she didn't have before and once again she her and i talked about it and and she she's getting blessed now you know be, sometimes artists we try to push our product out because hey we got a decent product for people and we're trying to push it but when you um put it to, when, when you put your efforts towards just helping others out he takes care of us better than we could have took care of ourselves it goes to what the basic tenet of Scripture, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and then all these other things, the things that we worry about, the things that we focus our time, 
and the things that we need. He provides those things so long as we keep the focus on Him and the kingdom. And really, one of the things that God kept pressing in my mind while I was doing this is that this is not laying up rewards and treasures and everything like that for here on earth. Right. Even though I did get some cool free merch from some of the artists, so I mean, my CD collection has expanded quite quite nicely. Excellent. Um, it's laying up treasures for heaven, and really, what it all comes down to is this life is temporal; it's a vapor, and the things that we do in this life to glorify Jesus and to spread the gospel in in obedience to Him lays up, you know, what we're going to have for the afterlife, yes. and what's going, you know, what's going to be there for us. You know, all this stuff, you know, when I was doing this, and this is just, was it took many, many years of trial, tribulation, anguish, immaturity, stupidity, consequences, and everything like that, to get to this point of, this is not about me, this is not about being cool, this yep. is not about making money, this is not about any of this, I am just going to lay it all down for the purpose of souls, Yes. period, Yes. And that, that's what it boils down to. You know, Glenn, um, you have some really cool uh, uh, points that when we were talking earlier um, about, um, uh, you know, worship and authenticity and labor and exaltation yeah. um, and grace. Uh, let, let's, I know we've already kind of hit a little bit on some of those stuff, but, yeah, let's dig into all that. Let's, let's take a deep dive, man. Let's do some heavy theology. Yes, metal <laughs> theology. <laughs> Let's do some metal sharpening metal, iron sharpening iron. Yes. That's what this is about. That's true. Um, The first thing I want to talk about is worship. Yes. You know, what is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of worship? Oh, oh, so so when I think of worship, uh, well, see, now I had time to think about it. (laughs) Um, uh, For for me, uh, worship could be whether it's 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 just talking to him, uh, just just communicating with him, really. um, On a now, when I first hear, if I hear somebody else say worship, I hear uh, in my vision, I get uh, people doing music at church, but Mm -hmm. you know, worship is beyond all that in my opinion from the way i view it worship can be just you walking out in the woods and communicating with our father in heaven it's all the, or, or or even sacrificing something to go do something else to serve the kingdom all that kind of stuff that to me is worship you're correct it goes way beyond firing up the chris tomlin songs at 10 o'clock in the morning that's right uh, on the altar or the, the platform at church. Yes. We automatically think of worship as a series of rituals. We think of it as a way to sing. We, you know, that's what we think of it as, right. as in praise and worship. Right. But if you go to the root of the Hebrew word of worship and what that is, the, the Hebrew word for worship is shah. Okay. Yes. And it just means to express love. It's yes. that simple. Yes. Yes. And that can be done in any way. And I was thinking about it. Um, uh, I've been watching the the series. The it's online. The Chosen about Jesus and the yeah. disciples. Yeah, that's a fascinating. Great, yes, it is. I love how it was produced. Yeah, it, it's awesome. And it was the Feast of Tabernacles, and they were building the tabernacle. And I forget which one of them said. I think it might have been been Jesus, the actor that was playing Jesus. So you know, building this tabernacle during this festival is an act of worship. Yes. And immediately it was quickened to me. I was like, you know, everything that we did. Everything that everybody did there was an act of worship. Yes. From setting up the stage at yes. O'Dark 30 in the morning. Yes, to true. everything started. That's true. To taking it down, you know, into the next morning. Yes. Um, setting up the baptismal pool, picking up the baptismal pool, 
setting up merch tables, standing behind merch tables, taking tickets, um, doing security. All of that was worship. Yes. It's just an expression of love. That, that, that's what it is. That's right. And then, you know, with the worship, it's really, you go to the book of John, where Jesus is with the woman at the well, and that's where it gets into the authenticity. Yes. Because that's where Jesus said that, uh, you know, there'll be a time that God, well, God is spirit, and he must be worshipped in spirit. Yes. And in truth. Yes. And that's the authenticity. Yes. And I think, for me, that's been a really big deal with this, and I think that's the reason why God was able to work so so freely there, not because of me necessarily, but because everybody there was being authentic. Yes. There was nobody there just trying to, hey, check out my new album or present a new album. That's right. Or they weren't there like, okay, yeah, we're a Christian metal band, but because we want to get more people in, we're going to switch it up to you know, uh, pop or something like that. Right. You know, they were, they were being who they were. Yes. It, it's that simple. That's right. And that's something that I want to encourage people in doing because I've had conversations with people before that were thinking about going into ministry and they've been like, well, you know, who should I be like? Should I be like John MacArthur or should I be like, um, you know, Todd White or, you know, who, who should I be like? And I've often said, be yourself. Yes. Just be you. Yes. That's and the, that's for the me. Yeah, go you know, ahead. Uh, for me, this is just an expression of who I am. It and, is. And what I do and my passion. My passion is towards the heavier, harder music, yep. Yep. Um, certain genres and things like that. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where there's really not a right or wrong because God desires relationship. And as a son, he's like, okay, if that's what I put in you and you want to go with, let's let's roll with it. Let's, Absolutely. Let's do it. You know, Absolutely. And, and let's make it happen. And through the whole thing, you know, it was just seeing God provide to do this and to make it happen. And one of the things that, you know, if you look at the history of Charleston, South Carolina, this very difficult city in terms of church churches getting along with each other. Yep. But this is also the first time that there's been an outdoor independent full-day Christian music festival ever really? in the city of Charleston. Really? And, and, yeah. and Charleston is, is part of the Bible Belt, right? It is, and Charleston is oftentimes referred to as the Holy City, but most of the time that was a um, sarcastic jab at oh. the city. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, we do have a lot of churches here, but we have a lot of other things as well. I see. So, I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. So you guys. So so it came. Wow, that's amazing that it's the first time ever that something has gone on. I mean, that's mind blowing to me. I mean, that's you, so. Uh, you guys have put a work together without even probably thinking about that. Maybe it crossed your mind, but the the you guys were willing vessels, laborers. You guys labored to get to the point where that's the outcome. I mean. The first time in that area, first time to doing what you guys were doing. I mean, you guys were ushering in the kingdom. He, you know, our, even the prayer to our Father, "Your kingdom come and your will be done," you know, in us in earth as it is in heaven. So it's interesting that we, us being in the body of Messiah, are helping or laboring to have the kingdom of he heaven draw nigh. It's amazing. Yes. Yes. 
And that's, uh, I know we talked a little bit this afternoon, but that's the next thing I want to talk about is laboring. And this is something that was really starting to get driven home to me probably about a week before the event and then during the event and even after the event, it became even more clear as to what's going on. Um, I have to go back to the time when we started to put tickets on sale. And I was praying very innocently, just what I knew. I was like, God, you know, let tickets sell. Please, please help us sell tickets. And he's like, you pray in this. I mean, it was very clear. I was like, okay, instead of praying for ticket sales, I'm going to pray for souls to be there. I'm going to pray for there to be souls. Yes. So as soon as I was obedient and, you know, that was an act of repentance of praying in this, yes. I started praying for souls. And as soon as I started doing that, within 10 or 15 minutes, we started getting ticket sales. Wow. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, wow. that's, a, that's a confirmation. Wow. But as we got closer to the event, I started praying for the harvest. Okay. And then again, I was reproved. It's like, no, you're praying in this again. Don't pray for the harvest. Wow. Pray for the laborers. I was like, "Wow, huh? I was interesting." Like, what, what is that? So that lines up with scripture because it when does. you go into Matthew nine thirty seven thirty eight, uh, then saith he unto his disciples, "The harvest is truly plenteous. There's a harvest out there. We don't want to pray for that, uh, but uh, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers wow. into." the harvest. I was like, oh, okay. Yes. And then I started really inquiring about laboring and, and what that meant. Yes. And, you know, in my mind, I'm, I'm one of those who likes to have everything done, complete, ready to roll, just pull it out of the package yes. and go, you know, at least two weeks ahead of time. I'm like, yep. okay, Lord, how come, you know, our ticket sales have slowed down, you know, Things are kind of moving slowly. We're having some hiccups and things. Why is this going on? And the word was very clear to me is keep your shoulder to the plow. Just wow. keep it to the plow. Yes. And I really started contemplating laboring and, and what that is. And we really have a very poor conception of what laboring is. Um, yes. We've been so westernized into thinking that, okay, well, I'm... Uh, in a Western evangelical church, and I am going to labor by giving out a tract and doing well at work and being a living testimony. That's all all part of it. But laboring is hard work. It's where you exhaust yourself. It's where you just put yourself out. You just spill yourself out all over the place. You give it all for the purpose of one person, maybe just one person, being saved. Yes. Because when that one person is saved, they are snatched out of hell, and that is a big deal. It is, and and Glenn, I'm glad you're you're mentioning that because so often uh, we uh, the body forget that, um, and and it's so important. I mean, we go on our little um, laboring missions, but you know sometimes we miss sight of the full scope of what that's. You said it well, snatching somebody out of hell. I mean, that's wow. That that's profound, and it's true. Wow. It is. It reminds me of, did you ever see the movie Schindler's List? Oh, yeah, one of my faves. When he's uh, at the end of the movie, when he's taking off his rings, if I sold this one, I could have gotten one more, you know, Uh one more freed. If I sold this, I could have freed another one. If I sold this, I could have freed another one. Yes. That, you know, is really what the heart of the Lord is. 
And, dude, I'll tell you what, man, I was sore, tired, and dehydrated by the time. I couldn't, you know, as I said, I wow. couldn't even walk come Sunday. Wow. And I was like, man, I'm beat. Right. I am, I am beat. Yes. I labored. Yes, And you did. it's like, okay, I am not going to complain about this, because when you see, when you remember what Jesus did on the cross so that we wouldn't have to go to hell, yes, I can't complain about a sore back. Well, that's that's right, and and that stuff is all flesh, anyways. Ultimately, and and there, you know, one day we're not going to have the pain, the sour, the suffering, and all that stuff. Uh, you know, and it's amazing how you just mentioned that even one, hey, you had a baptism, you your labor yes. along with the other laborers, a baptism came to be. That's amazing. That was worth it. That's that's amazing. That's awesome. It's it's that's exactly that was worth it. Just the one, even the one. I mean, it reminds me of our Savior. Uh, we'll leave the ninety nine behind to go get the one. Exactly. You know that's exactly that's amazing. Awesome. Love it. Exactly. Wow. And you know that that really you, you talk about the weakness of our flesh, and that was another thing that just became so apparent to me, and is really becoming more and more apparent to me now is that. You know, we get this idea in our mind that, okay, well, I'm going to do this right. I am going to make I'm going to make all the right decisions. I am going to consult the word. I'm going to pray. I'm going to get this right. We're going to do this right, and it's going to work. Yes. Well, our flesh is so fall. I can't even measure how fallen our flesh and our mind is. I know, it, right? It's just immeasurable. Right. But because it's so immeasurably fallen. God's grace is even greater. You know, yes. where, where there's great sin, where great sin abounds, grace it. overcomes it. Yes. And, you know, a lot of people have used that verse as license and said, well, you know, I'm going to go out and abound in sin so I can experience God's grace. <laughs> now, it doesn't say lasciviousness or perverseness. It says sin. Right on. Just our nature misses the mark of what God intended. Mm-hmm. So we need his grace. And it's, you know, when you t- read the epistles, like when Paul's writing Tith- Timothy, Grace, peace, and mercy unto you. It's not just a greeting. It's like, yeah, you need that. Yes. You, know, you need that grace. Yes. And it's God's grace that compensates for all of our weaknesses and all the things that we've missed. Yes. There were things that I missed, and then all of a sudden it's compensated for, you know, either in somebody else drawing alongside and helping, or something pops up, or, you know, it's just like, oh, okay, cool. I didn't even think about that. Thank you, Lord. You know, you, you made that happen. And it's just God's grace that allows things to, you know, to happen. And the best way that I can describe it is, uh, we're, you know, a believer, and this is the way I feel most of the time doing things, is that I kind of feel like Jar Jar Binks from Star Wars. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of out there on the battlefield just bumbling it up, and, yeah. you know, the Empire is getting, um, getting blown to bits, and it's got nothing to do with actually my uh, perfection of skill. Yes, there's things right. that God's put in me that I've worked to enhance and develop, yes. Yes. but it's not because I'm a master of anything. No. It's because it's because He's the master, and I've submitted it, yes. submitted it to Him, and He's Nailed the one it. making it work. Nailed it. You totally nail it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that that kind of leads into exaltation and stuff. Talk talk about that. Yeah, I really want to talk about that because it's not what we think it is. Right. Um, I want to go to the verse in First Peter, First Peter five six, where where it says, "Humble yourself." And it's really interesting that Peter was the one that wrote this because we know the way Peter was yes. in his yes. early years. Yes, he, he was a little <laughs> he bit was the, an arrogant. Yeah, uh, you know, that's right. Pain in the butt. Yeah. Um, 
but he says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Well, first of all, it's understanding what humility is, is that it's not being a doormat. It's not being, oh, I don't know anything and I can't do anything. Right. It's putting Christ at the at preeminence and letting him do the leading and you doing the following. Yes. Realizing that it's his work and not yours yes. is, is really what it comes down to. And that's really what I had to learn as I was doing this, is that this is not my work. This is God's work, and I am just an entrusted vessel to do this. Yes. But with the exaltation, where we get really confused is we get confused with that word with celebrity. Yeah. All right? A lot of times we think, oh, well, God's going to exalt me, and I'm going to have a great ministry, and all these people are going to flock and hear me, and there's going to be all these signs and wonders and miracles, and you know, God's going to put me up on this pedestal, and it's going to be awesome, and my life is going to be great. That's celebrity. That's not exaltation. Yep. Um, as a matter of fact, if you get that, and that's the mode you're riding in, right. that it's, it's not where you need to be. Right. Exaltation really is a burden. Yeah. And I have to explain that. Yeah. When you're exalted, God entrusts you to do his work. Mm-hmm. And that's a responsibility. Now, his yoke, yoke is easy, and his burden is light. And it became very clear to me, you know, because I'm saved, God has given me a crown. I am a king and I'm a priest. Yes. But that, the weight of that crown is heavy. Yeah, It's a heavy point. crown Great point. to wear because it bears the weight of responsibility. And what I mean by that is just some of, you know, something that became so apparent to me as we were at the amphitheater is that not only was I responsible for all of the artists that were there in ministering to them, Yes. making sure that they had food, making sure that they that their accommodations were okay, making sure that they were getting everything that they needed, making sure that they had proper sound, taking right. care of that. But then you look around and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm responsible for all these people here that are in attendance of the event too. Yes. I am personally responsible for them. Yes. That is my responsibility wow. to make sure that they have what they need so that every obstacle is taken out of the way so that they can hear the gospel and, you know, enjoy the event and get something out of this. I am responsible for these people that are here. So yes. really, when you're exalted, um, it's not very comfortable. No, that's and, a serious part, too. It, you, it, it's you, you not have... very comfortable at all, because you have that weight of responsibility, and you are actually in service to others. Yes. And... I really think it ties in with something that's lacking in the church today. We've got a lot of great preachers that can preach, they can break the word, but something that the church is lacking is leaders. Yeah, and, 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 le and leadership is servitude, the way the, in the, in the kingdom is. principle and the way our Savior taught. It is. He who is first shall be last, and he who is the greatest serves is, is the one who serves. Yes. And I had such great joy in serving everyone that was there. That was probably the most exciting thing. Now, I had really cool music going on live in the background while I was doing <laughs> yeah. it. Um, but uh, it was serving everybody that was there and making sure that they had what they needed. And providing the leadership, because, you know, when questions arose or there were issues, it's like, okay, Glenn, what do we do? Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, okay, God, where are we going with this? You know, how are we going to do this? How are we going to overcome this? But he was always faithful, and it was just, it was just a test. And right. really, 
I desire to be entrusted more. Well, well, you know this, and you nailed it. And I had some revelation on what, what was going on in, in your your involvement in all this, and all the people involved in it. It reminds me of um, uh, the the uh, how our Savior has done it too, and 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 serving. So you had all the musicians around, and they they had a power thing to present, but it couldn't have come together unless you served them, and so even though they were the spotlighted ones and you were behind the scenes, you labored so they could get to that point. And, you know, I think we, 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 we learned that young in our faith. It's like, you, you feel like, okay, cool. I'm on the spotlight. But at the end of the day, you I mean, everybody served really everybody served. Everybody did their part their their The body, the body got together. And so you, you all had different crowns, but of the yeah. kingdom and you guys were serving one another and that's what our savior taught to wash each other's feet and that's what you guys were doing oh exactly it was it was i mean even the night before um there was so much service going on because we all got together to break bread together awesome. the night before at the amphitheater and see what was there and everybody get excited about what was going on and that service started immediately i mean Braden and el victoria from warriors of light they prayed over me Awesome. So that I'd be ready for the next day. And, dude, that was probably one of the most powerful prayers I've ever felt over me in my life. Wow, what awesome. an anointing on them. Awesome. Uh, Christina, who was there, Christina and Tiffany, yes. they were running around praying praying with everybody. Uh, awesome. There were times I would have to give them a phone call be like, hey, I need you down here. We need prayer over here. Wow. And they'd come in and Love do it. a direct target and Love do it. some prayer. And there was just so much ministry that was going on to each other. And it's it's you know when you're in the area that God's called you to it may be you know physically mentally and spiritually exhausting but even in that exhaustion you're happy because you're in in that zone that God made you to be you're serving in that capacity there was a time oh brother we could talk all night about there was a church that I was in where service was you know doing the things that you hated you yes. know, that was humbling yourself. Yeah. Do the things that you don't like or that you don't want to do. Right. And then maybe if you're someday, if you're good enough, you know, we'll let you, we'll let you, you know, do maybe something that you're interested in doing. Right. Now that's, that's not it at all. That, right that's martyrdom. That's silly, right. stupid right. behavior. Great point. You know, religious. Yes. Um, it's, it's not of God. You, you know, we, in, in the Utica Rome area, first of all, we, we got a festival going on uh, July 3rd. Uh, the Rome Bible Conference Center. Um, about 800 people show up to that. It's like a campground, but cottages, and, and it's got two places. It's an outdoor tabernacle and an outdoor, uh, a couple outdoor stages, that kind of thing. Um, it'd be great, uh, and it's too late in the game now for any of you all to be involved right now for that one. But um, Glenn, if if there if there's a way, or uh, and it's late in the game too, but in August, the week of August 15th. Um, there is a one week long festival, uh, revelation revive festival type of thing, uh, at the Fort Stanwix national monument in Rome, New York. Um, the Fort Stanwix national monument, you can look that up online. It was very crucial to, uh, you know, when, when things were being settled in the, in, in the United States, in America. And, um, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a wooden fort in the middle of the city, (laughs) And, uh, oh, cool! Yeah, it's awesome. You can look that up online. It's fascinating. But they're going to have a whole. Long story short, the federal government last year approved um, for this Christian 
faith event to be all week on the grounds. Um, and so um, it got canceled last year because of the COVID stuff, but this year it's roaring to go. And um, if I think if it goes well, they can do it again next year. I would love to have you guys come up, and I, obviously it's maybe too late. I mean, they're looking for artists, by the way. Um, uh, I was supposed to get the thing together last year and it was but then things got canceled the extreme tour couldn't come up because of the covid all that stuff but this year i ducked out of it um uh, but i'm still sort of a part of it and um if there's any artists that want to come up to rome new york for that week um i'm letting you guys know you know come on out and 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 glenn uh, glenn what i want to do uh with what you were just talking about everything that you were just talking about and with your crew of people even the musicians with that kind of heart of calling them on the phone hey come over here we need you over here for prayer that is what we're going to be doing but you guys are how you guys are veterans at that from this past show and uh we out here are are newbies to it um in, in the setting like you guys did um uh i would love to have you guys come up at some point if not this year oh, next year be, for sure I, I mean i hope this year i mean if you guys can by all means but you know next year for sure as well that that would that that'd be that'd be awesome it's a week-long um, festival and a wooden fort in the middle of a city <laughs> <laughs> what more can you ask for? Dude, it's, it, it rocks. It's, it's crazy. I'll get my New York accent on. I'd love to hang out with these guys. Oh, yeah, do this, my man. Yes. I can't. I don't even have a New York accent. Maybe I do, and I just don't realize it. <laughs> well, you're, you're, from the, you're originally from this uh, tri-state uh, Hudson area, was it? I, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm from New Milford, which is a stone throw away from the Hudson Valley. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So From Connecticut, yep. Yes. So, Glenn, we were talking exaltation and um also grace and how does that tie together in the chronology of everything really you know when you humble yourself before the lord and you give it to him in his hands and you realize that you're the one that's being entrusted that's when he provides the grace yes because it's so clear in in peter that god gives grace to the humble but resists the proud yes yes you know the, yes. the two and two, they go hand in hand with each other, and that's why I was at the hand in hand amphitheater. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, <laughs> the hand in hand. <laughs> that's a good one. Well, that was that was quick, man. You get really good at that. <laughs> Holy Spirit, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was that was a good one, a zinger. But um, yeah, the two they do go together, yes. and. Yeah, it's a constant thing, and you know, I know, I know this that you know, God used me. Um, he used everybody that was there, but we're human. It doesn't mean that I don't have things that I still need to work on in my life. It's like, hey, I'm spiritually arrived. Check me out. Yes. Um, you know, life's a struggle. I mean, it, it really is. It's hard. Life is hard. Um, living in a fallen nature, in a fallen body, it's it's hard to do. You still have to, you know, cling to the Lord on a daily basis, really, to, um, you know, to make it through. It, it's rough. Yes. It's a rough life. Oh, it know? is. No doubt. And there are those peaks and there, there are those troughs, you know, and God gives you those. And one of the things that I've had to learn is that just as much as he's there, when you're riding a surfboard with Jesus on top of the wave, when yes. you hit the trough, He's still there. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And and do you ever notice that um I guess we realize it more when he's there when you're in that trough? 
I mean, yeah. you might not know it right then or on the fall or when you're going through it, but then there's a, a maybe a deeper richness when you realize he's there. There's more. Like, I mean, when you're riding high on the wave, yeah, you know he's there. Thank you. Yeah, I'm feeling great. But isn't there something more intimate when you're down in the low and he's there? There really is. There really is. It's he. He works most miraculously in the middle of storms and chaos. Yes, where he works. Yes, and you know, I brought this up with a band that I was in the thing a couple of weeks ago on on Raven's Heart. That yeah. you know, Jesus doesn't take us away from the storm, but he steers us right into the middle of it because that's where he that's where the work needs to be done. Yeah, we were we were just. Uh, you know, I think I caught some of that on your uh, one of your podcasts recently, and, and we were joking around about that. Uh, I think it's the fellas from uh, I can't remember what their name is, but uh, they were really cool guys. I liked hearing uh, they had do some rap and metal and rock all mixed together. Yeah, yeah, tricord. Tricord. And and I could remember uh, the the leader of the the, the group uh, talking about he loves storms. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, we, yeah. It was really cool how the conversation that night digressed into that. It's like, oh, storms. And I'm kind of sitting here looking out my window in Charleston right now, hoping for one. Just don't hope for snow, brother. You don't want snow. We were supposed to have one, but uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to see love to see one. We haven't had. We haven't had any rain at all, uh, except for the Wednesday before Rockfest. It's been dry for the past wow, three weeks. So wow, it's been, wow, been really interesting. Wow, really that, that's fascinating. Yeah, storms are are, are fascinating uh, to me. Um, as long as everybody's safe, but I still I like to see the the cloud bank rolling in or the whatever type of storm up here is. You know, the the snow, even snowstorms, uh, just different things. The storms are kind of fascinating to me. Um, Oh, snowstorms. Where I lived in Connecticut, uh-huh. uh, I lived up on a hilltop, mm-hmm. one of the highest points in Connecticut. And when you looked out the dining room window, you could see the hills of the Hudson Valley region wow. where I lived in, in New York State. And um, that's where the snow would come in from. So I would do my homework at night in the dining room during, you know, wow. year round. Yeah. But there'd be afternoons, evenings, I'd look out the window doing my algebra homework, and I'd see the clouds rolling in, and I'd just shut the books. I'd be like, you're giving me no school tomorrow. Snow day. Snow day's <laughs> happening. I love and it. Sure Snowies are the best, aren't they? When you're, when you're growing up, you're like, yeah, snow day! Snow day. And as a matter of fact, I'm looking out my window right now and just saw a flash of lightning and had a clap of thunder. So well, listen. <laughs> hey, what did you, I wanted. Do you remember? Do you remember back in the day with snow days? I, I could remember this reflecting back. It would be great in the morning or, or the night before. Oh, I hope there's a snow day, and then you listen to the radio in the morning, getting ready for school, and then yep, they call a snow day, and it sounds really exciting. But then, like by 10 a.m., you're bored out of your mind at home. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had it even better because my dad was a teacher, so he'd get oh. a phone call on the phone tree. Oh wow, yeah. So. The phone would ring in the morning. I wouldn't be able to hear what they told him, but I always heard what he called to the next person. He's uh-huh. like, hey, we got a snow day. But I always hated it when I heard, oh, there's an hour delay. Yeah, it's the like, delay. Oh, oh, that screwed everything up. <laughs> it really did. It's like, oh, man, my day's messed up now. But those snow days, man, I love those. And, but, oh, there was one year I was so ticked off because the snow day happened on a Friday. And we're going to have an after-school evening dance. And I went to all the dances. Whoa, I just got some major lightning in the window here. Oh, wow. I would go to all the dances, not because I knew how to dance, but because I liked the music, the really loud music that the DJ played. Yes. And the dance got canceled that night, and I was just so sad. I had my outfit. Man, I was going to look so cool (laughs) sporting my 
Um, That's the only time you didn't like a snow day. Pants, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn was ripping back in the day. That's cool. I love it. Um, yeah. So what, um, so was there anything else you wanted to share about, and, and listen, hey, if you're up to it, we'll have you stick around. I got another idea for the next top of the hour. We're going to spin music and chat with you if you want to stick around. If not, that's okay, too. No, I'll stick around. Yeah, I, I'm having a great time. I've got, this is my weekly dose of, I got a bad case of MSM. <laughs> I know, earlier we were talking about it sounds like a disease or something. <laughs> it's a good disease. Yes, yeah, yeah, I hear that, man. It's like catchy, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, at the top of the hour, we're going to, you know, change format. We're going to throw some music, but still hang with you then if you want want to stick with us um and then um is there anything else you want to uh, talk about uh what went on uh concerning get revelation rock fest this year and then secondly is there anything you want to talk about for plans for next year of anything absolutely let's talk about that at the top of the hour while okay continue, yeah that sounds great we'll we'll bring that back in the mix hey guys uh right now uh we got to do a station id uh you're listening to wngg gloversville 90.9 wvvc dolgeville 88.1 and rome 105.7 um so yeah we're listening to msm radio tonight of course i'm not listening to it i'm listening to it partially you guys are listening to it more than i am <laughs> I don't know what that meant. That was messed up. But anyways, uh, metal sharpens metal. And um, uh, it's great. To, Glenn, I would love to have you, if if you ever get up in this area, I would love to have you be a co-host with me up at the show sometime. I mean, if you ever have any business, oh. business trip up here or whatever's going on or you take a vacation, uh, I'll bring you around sightseeing for a couple days and then we can do a show, uh, whatever. I'd love to have you come up, man. Oh, that that would be that would be so much fun. Uh, ever since we met two years ago, when you were in your Beverly Hillbillies truck, yeah. uh, with all the instruments stacked. Uh, yes, yes, it. it looked like a meth lab on top. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was just so just so cool to uh, to you know to meet you and, and do that. And we've actually talked about. Uh, hey, Ziggy just tuned in. Um, I've got my messenger up and all messaging. Ziggy, Ziggy just tuned in. He's loving the conversation that we're having tonight. Awesome. So awesome. we can hey, plug Ziggy. this again at the top of the hour. Make sure to get Ziggy's final LP, yes. Babylon is Falling. Say it again. Yes. Say it again. Babylon is Falling by Ziggy. Put that in Google, and um, you'll you'll see it. Uh, it'll be like the second, second item in the search engine. Go ahead and click that and order it. We need to sell 100 of these so that it can go into pressing and it'll go into record stores. Um, Ziggy has the type of music that is made for vinyl. Ziggy and vinyl is like chocolate and peanut butter. <laughs> Reese's brother, yes. <laughs> Z- you know, I'm going to call it Ziggy Reese's. Reese's Ziggy. <laughs> so, so listen. Here's yeah, you're talking. You're talking about Nettie just a few minutes ago. Yeah. Um, actually, it seems like a few minutes ago. It's like top of the last hour. Yes. Uh, we're going to be bringing Nettie back on over here at Lithos Cry to talk about her new single and the. The anti-bullying project. She is so much fun to talk. She to. is. She's very fun to talk to, and her music is is top. I love her music, man. I, I ever yeah. I, when I first saw her uh, uh, perform in Myrtle Beach when we were on the Extreme tour. Um, long story. It's a funny little quick little story that the on the Extreme tour sometimes you just don't know what to expect. You know, we we here we were with, with the metal band with the equipment, drums on top of the the truck. You know, we every, everything, um, and. You know, we, we found out that, that the place that we were supposed to play at, everything got kind of messed up, so we had a we weren't able to gig where we were supposed to, so we ended up in a coffee shop in Myrtle Beach. 
And uh, so here, you know, our band was playing uh, metal with acoustic guitars and a cajon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and, um, uh, and then uh, Nettie and, and all the artists that day. But I could remember uh, Nettie uh, doing some stuff. As a matter of fact, one of the songs that she's got the video on with the anti-bullying thing, uh, the song is called Made to Be. And I could remember singing that. And it's like, man, this it's a really... I like the tone of her voice and what she sings about, and she's got a cool style when she she has her stage presence. So yeah, definitely. You know, and it's, here we are, two two rock and metal guys talking about Nettie, who is a totally different genre. Yeah, she, pop, she she's but, pop, but she she is a metal chick, though. I mean, she's metal metal heart, I should say, because she's authentic. Yeah, she's authentic. That's true. I she's authentic. You know, that's her what her, it comes down. Her and I were just talking about that recently. We we've talked quite a bit over the course of time, and. Um, you know we were kind of laughing about how we um and many others are kind of like the outcasts are different when nobody knows how to take us um but because we we we're just who we are and um it might fail in some areas but then uh, you know our father lifts us up and uh, put us where we need to be and who needs to be with us you know um Exactly. But uh, back to Ziggy, I wanted to mention something, too. Um, so everybody, uh, we, earlier in the show we were talking about um, uh, helping and being servants and, and help each other. I'm telling you, uh, you guys are going to be blessed uh, not only to get the vinyl copy from Ziggy, uh, but if you if you get his album, um, Babylon is Falling, that's the, the name of it, correct, Glenn? Babylon is Falling. Yeah. yeah, Babylon is Falling. Uh, order the vinyl copy. Um, and that'll get him into production. Um, I think he's really close. I think last I talked to him, I think he had 88. Uh, yep, it's selling on the web right now, 88 copies. Right. So, diggersfactory.com. So everybody, listen, you guys can be a help to the magnitude that we were all talking about by serving somebody else, by helping somebody else. Um, he only needs 12 more to get a production of these albums, you know, and uh, so everybody jump in. Any of you listeners, uh, Ziggy, Babylon is falling. Look that up and order it. I still have to order mine, and I don't know if Ziggy heard earlier, but Ziggy, you're listening now. I went to order your stuff the other night. I was at work, and I got sidetracked to do something else, but I had it right in my thing, so I, I just had to punch in my credit card number and all that, but I am going to get it, okay? You you got me, you sold me, and I want to support what you're doing. So, yeah, everybody, uh, uh, Babylon is Falling by Ziggy. Uh, look that up and order the vinyl copy, guys. Um, so right now we're at the top of the hour, 10 o'clock, uh, MSM Radio, Metal Sharpens Metal. And uh, usually uh, we have the hour interview, but we got Glenn Remsen still with us, as you can know. And uh, he's going to hang out with us, and we're going we're gonna to actually talk and spin music. And I'm going to let him co-host DJ with me songs that he wants to play, songs I want to play. We'll talk about it. We'll do all that stuff. So, yeah, let's get this thing rolling. So, Glenn, any, anything else to say, share? Let's... You got the floor again, brother. Absolutely. And I want to share this. Um, with what we're doing with Ziggy, the way that we're talking about right now, with supporting each other, that's what we have to do. Yes. Um, the world system is not supporting us. Yes. And it won't. And that's it's right. going to continue to get that way. Right. We have to come together. We have to be in unity with one another. There's some petty differences that everybody needs to put aside and focus on the main thing, and that's Jesus and the gospel. Yes. And support each other. 
the time for the little fighting's over. Well, I'm not going to associate with you because your pre-trib rapture theology or your post-trib or your mid-trib or, you know, all, you're Calvinist or whatever. All that stuff has to go by the wayside um, to focus on the main thing, and that is the gospel. That is Jesus, yes. and we need to support each other. Um, as we continue to go throughout the days, as we continue to come to the end of the close of the age, um, that's the only way that we're going to make it, is, and that's the only way. And that's what I saw so clearly at Rockfest was everybody was supporting each other. Everybody was gracious to each other. Um, yes. And you're talking about not everybody that goes to the same church or you know, or some that don't even go to a church right now. They were all gracious to each other and all supported. We were all there for each other, that's and that's right. part of worship, you know. That is. Um, really, it is, because if how can you say that you love somebody else if you don't love God? Well, well, that's right, and, and our, our, you know, we're even taught in Scripture that um, our Father says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And, um, yes. and, and our Savior said, hey, uh, um, you know, uh, he, he listed the, uh, all, all the things, um, uh, the, how we're supposed to love and stuff like that. So um, uh, we're supposed to love one another and love our Father with all our heart. You know, even the commandments hinge on, you know, everything, the, the, you know, uh, or the, the two top, uh, love your Father with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. You know, that's, that's love. That's worship. To do that is worship. Yes, it is. It is. Awesome. And there's a definite a definite ripple effect that's going on from, from what we've done, from the testimonies that I've heard over the over the past few weeks, um, and the past few days of what God's doing in people's lives and we haven't seen the full fruit of it yet and I know that people have asked this question. Uh, they were asking it even before we left uh the amphitheater, um Back on May 15th, they're like, will there be one next year? Will there be a Get Revelation Rock Fest next year? Yes, there will. There will awesome. be a Get Revelation Rock Fest in 2022. This was just the beginning. You know, the first time I did one of the, first time I did a concert, uh, with my friend Michelle from New York when I brought her down to Charleston, when I was done with it, I said, never again. Oh, I'm, right. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Wow. Um, but it's different this time. I think that was training ground for me. All I of see. this was training ground taking a look back at the way that we did things, things that were done, areas for improvement, things like that. It's all there. Yes. We've got the first one under the belt, and it's just really exciting to see what God's going to do. So so long as the Lord tarries and the windows of opportunity are open, we're going to continue to do this. Yes. Um, because it's so important that the church leaves the building. Yes. Um, you know, this thing of, okay, well, we're going to have church, and we hope people come to visit us. That ain't going to happen. Right. Um, you, you you might be fortunate to have somebody to visit, or if you you know compel somebody hard enough to come, yeah, they, they might come. But it's time for the church to get out of the building. It's time to go out and labor. The second thing yes. is it's time to really start putting new wine into new wineskins and stop putting new wine into old wineskins. Great point. The things that were done in the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, those were great. A lot of those things got us to where we are today. That's right. In what we're doing. But it's now time to take the things that people would consider to be unconventional, yep. such as hard rock, metal, yep. different artistic art forms, yep. bring them back to the glory of God and let God yes. use it to magnify himself and draw people to salvation. Yes, so that, God is restoring. 
Yes, that is 100% truth. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Glenn. That, that's a, 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 a very important. And, uh, yes, we got to get out of the old wineskins and, and put it in the new. Um, and, and I love your point about the, the different kinds of music and, and presenting because it, it is, uh, there is anointment in, in, in that stuff when, it, when, it's, uh, uh, when it's presented right, rightly. Exactly. And if you take a look at the ministry of Jesus himself, Yes, he went to synagogue and he read Torah portions. He did that. He went to temple. But the majority of his ministry took place outside of the synagogue and outside of the temple. That's right. Absolutely. It was away from the religious system. Yes. Um, and now it is time now, if we really want to see, God is reviving his people outside of the religious system. Yes. And there are some, I mean, I'll tell you, there are some fired-up churches out there that they get it. The, the, the Spirit is moving. They're moving in the Spirit. Yes. They get that it's not about religion. They get that it's not about their particular building or their kingdom that they're trying to build. That's right. But they know that it's for the bigger body of Christ, and they really do. Their role, those churches are becoming more and more evident. Yes. And it's really exciting to see that. It's really exciting to see what God is doing in His people at this time. But this time that we're moving into right now is the time of the unconventional. Yes, absolutely. You know, our, our Savior, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the way the Gospels write is when um, uh, he, like when he went into the synagogue, it, right before it sometimes says his tradition to go to the synagogue. So it wasn't like he was going, I mean, he went, but he didn't, he didn't go religiously. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, he didn't. No. <laughs> this is my duty, and maybe the Father will be happy right. with me if I go to synagogue right. today. Right. Maybe, maybe I'll get, you know, maybe I'll get a uh, parking spot up front at synagogue <laughs> if I go enough. Right, you know, or, right. You know. <laughs> or maybe I'll hear that worship song that I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't doing that. <laughs> Man, I'm really bummed out because at church today they didn't play the playlist that I really exactly. Yeah, that's not what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and then and then he went out and and uh, you know he he was out in the fields and you're right that's a great point he he was uh, his his ministry probably 99 percent of it was outside of the church or it, more it, probably 99.9 percent was outside of the church yeah. It was, it was outside of the church, and because it was outside of the church, he was considered a, a heretic and a false prophet, because yep. he wasn't doing it their way. That's right. And, you know, we've got the same thing going on today in the world, is that, well, if you're not doing it this way or this way, you're a false prophet, you're right. a prophet, you're a heretic. Right, exactly. I am so tired of that. You know what? You know what, man? If I am a heretic for doing what I'm doing, I will be the biggest heretic in the world and have no problem with it, well, that, I know... Right where I stand with God, yes. and I know what he's doing, yes. and I am very confident in it, and I've seen, I've seen fruit. That's right, and you know who we yeah. can, you know who you and I can relate to, and I know we, we both feel the same way, about Mar Martin Luther. Yes. He, he, same thing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he, he, he was, you the, know, go ahead. It, the other day I saw a great Martin Luther quote, and it was about your sins being washed white as snow. Yes. And the quote was something like, well, think of it this way. And this is what Martin Luther said. Think of yourself as a giant heap of dung covered in snow. Yes. That's how God sees you. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah, yeah. See, that's exactly right. And, and, and Luther yep. was, was that 
um, considered the heretic and the rebel and the, you know, he w- he was in the likes of uh, the Apostle Paul, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, 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 and Peter, you know, and, and all them stuff. He, right on, you know, and, and uh, a lot of your musicians that you have presented uh, through the Rockfest are of that same ilk, I guess you could say. Yes. Yes, yes. very good. Yes, totally, totally unconventional. Yes. Totally. Hey, we've got a song request, Rick. I've, I've got my oh. messenger up. Well, Can great. Before we, you uh, before you say, I want to hear that. I'm. We're going to do it. I was going to spin some. Uh, fall, uh, Babylon is fallen by Ziggy. Or you know, I, go ahead. But I want to hear what you had to say. Let's do that. I've got a request from a summer paro in Columbia, South Carolina. She's requesting "Alive" by P.O.D. That's a great classic. Oh so, yeah, love it. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, a PO, yeah. Come on. That's great. Yeah, now, that's some good stuff. Now, listen, Glenn, as, as a co-host right now, I, I've hired you as a co-host in this next hour here. <laughs> I'm going to need you to keep the, uh, the the listeners going while I search up some of this stuff. And I'm having a problem finding um, Ziggy stuff in it because I think I'm spelling it wrong. Um, Z-I-G-G-I-E. Hold on a second. Uh, or Z I G G Y, I think. Uh, I did, I man, think, I did the album cover. I should not. Z G Z I G G I E. Yes. Okay. Ziggy. Yep, yep. And sorry, Ziggy. And I think. Yep. I think we'll start with some Ziggy from Charleston. We'll start local, and then we'll go to the boys from POD. So, so I'm trying. Uh, let me ask a question quick. Is is and again, I, I I talked to Ziggy about this, and I can't remember. I I have. Um, I know he sent me some files, but on our system, is Ziggy on Spotify? Because I'm looking for him. That's what I run the um, show off of. He should be. It's, I wish I was right there in the studio it, with you. But yeah, if, if 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 he's listening, can can you text Glenn Ziggy um, about that? Sorry. Oh, I Actually, think I got it. Um, I got it. You got it. Yeah. Okay. Hold on a second. So let's uh, any 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 request by you, Glenn, of Ziggy stuff. I want to hear. Um, let me see. I got the album right here in front of me in the studio. Let me pull it up and look I mean, at the track listing. Yeah. And let's do. Let's do. Oh, stake the claim is a good one. All right. So let me. Um, let me. I just. It just give me the first. Is that off the uh, Babylon falling? Uh, Babylon is falling. Yeah, it is. It? Oh, there Either it is. Either that one or who's? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I like that Who's Shining Now. We played that a couple different times. Let's try this uh, uh, Stake the Claim, you said? Stake the Claim, and then let's do a live by P.O.D. for Summer Pero. Yeah, Summer. You know, P.O.D., that's, I love it. I, you know, <laughs> Summer, thanks so much for throwing that one out there because uh, I am a fan of P.O.D., and every time I hear them, I get pumped, and Alive is one of my favorites. Yeah, we're going to do this, but first we're going to do some other great stuff from Ziggy called Stake the Claim. Here we go. In a world full of chaos, there is peace in the midst of a war. But forces are ready to win their place, and you can be sure. A time will come when justice reigns and rolls into right. Understanding, you can make sense of what's right. 
mistake the claim by Ziggy. And uh, I'll tell you what, that was uh, that song, I, I was just feeling good. You know what I felt like? I felt like getting in the convertible and cruising uh, in the sunshine, <laughs> even though there's no oh, sunshine right now. <laughs> That is a cruising song, man. That is a cruising. You know, it's funny. We we fired up the tunage here, dude. Yes. And Mac, the metal dog, our studio mascot over here at Elizabeth Christ, started crying outside the door, and he's in the studio with me now. Awesome. Every song that we're playing. Yes, Matt, Matt, and Mac does. Mac appreciates decent music, and guess what? You know, Mac... Um, has uh, a sense to, to, you know, he can feel, and, and they say animals do uh, sense, you know, beyond sometimes the realms that we know about spiritual things, and, and I'm sure that Mac was vibing off of what's going on. Exactly. He couldn't wait to get in here, and he's on the carpet now, and when we're not talking, he, um, he, uh, he his ears perk up. So we've got that request for POD Alive, if we can do that. And then we've got, if we can throw a Letter Black song in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then we got another request uh, from Ziggy himself, who's listening. Okay. Uh, Attention, please, by White Cross, if we can pull that Oh, one. yeah. I remember White Cross back in the day, and I really enjoyed their stuff, man. That was some really cool, really cool stuff. We're going to get to those. Um, and, Glenn, um, you told me earlier in the week there's a the new band you wanted to turn me on to, and I want to spin them because I hadn't heard them yet. You met them, a new Texas band or something, I think? Yeah, their name is Dead, uh, Dead Sin, D-E-A-D-S-I-N, out of Texas. Okay, I'm going to try and look up them in a moment. A moment. Um, now, listen, uh, Summer, uh, check this out. And, and Summer, if you can uh, text Glenn or whatever, um, I, I have a couple different versions. I mean, I know the main version of Alive from P.O.D., and they have a remastered version from 2006, it says. And then there's a, um, uh, I guess it's a Chris Lord uh, LG mix or something like that, but uh, uh, I'm assuming you wanted the original, or would you like the remastered? Um, so uh, um, I'm getting ready to spin that in a moment. And what, as I as I'm giving a minute for uh, Summer to respond to you, Glenn, if she does, um, what is the the name of that Texas band again? Dead Sin. Dead Sin. D e a d s i s i n. Dead Sin, and we have. Um, uh, oh, she wants the original. Okay, got it. She, she wants. Yep. Okay, Summer. Yeah, we're going to spin out that for you. Uh, uh, the original. Um, and really quick, Glenn. Uh, the the dead sin. Was there any particular song? Um, any one of those. They're all solid. Every one of them. Um, I want to make sure. In uh, let's see. I'm not. I don't. Are they on Spotify? Do you know? I don't know. Um, I can do a look look that up yeah, for you while yeah. you spin the other one. Yeah, while you spin the other one, that'd be great. Okay, Summer, listen, we're going to throw this in for you. I just had a Hold on, where did I put it? Ah, hold on. <laughs> the, the, the problems with live radio. Let's see here. I think I put that in the queue. Here it is. All right, this one's for Summer. And where's Summer out of? Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. We're all over the country. I love it. Columbia, South Carolina. Listen what Summer has to offer.
Oh, yeah. Thanks, Summer, for that. Uh, it was great to hear some P.O.D. again. I, it's been a little while, and uh, I love hearing that. It's, I, I feel so alive when I hear that song. Awesome. Thanks, Summer. Glenn, you still with us? Yes. I, oh, man, I am enjoying being the remote DJ tonight. I love it. Um, Summer, Summer just sent me a message. She is newlywed to Stephen Farrow. Oh, okay. Uh, their wedding was the week before Rockfest, and I had the privilege of being the best man in oh, the wedding. Awesome. So, Congrats. Very exciting. Super congratulations to Stephen, Stephen and Summer yes. on their marriage. And what, what an awesome, uh, it's a power couple. Yes, love it. That's way to describe them. I love that awesomeness. So, did uh, we? Is this? Uh, I looked up. Uh, uh, Dead sin was hard to find, but I found something. Is is the album called Reverse the Feeling? Let me take a look here. Uh, let me research that. If we can yeah. spin some letter black. Yeah, let's do the that. Headline band at Get Revelation Rockfest. Awesome band. I'd love to give them some airplay tonight. Yeah, definitely. And I have them in the queue. I think I have them in the library. Um, <laughs> I, I'm still getting used to all this stuff, my man. I'll, I'll get oh, it. Oh, it's a lot of buttons. I'll, I'll get it. Uh, let's see. Letter Black. We got them. Let's see here. Okay, so if you can keep talking for a second, Glenn, while well, I get sure. my head together. Uh, I just want to share with everybody the Letter Black. We I didn't realize this until like two weeks before the show that this was going to be their first show that they, we, we, we had the privilege of hosting them for their first show after a four-year break. Wow. And it, this is the beginning of their 15th year anniversary as a band. I've been a oh, Leonard wow. Black fan for, for many years. Uh, they've always been one of my favorites. Um, and Steve just, Steve, Stephen Perro just said I was awesome. Thank you, Stephen. And now I need to go humble myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Awesomeness. <laughs> but uh, they were an absolute privilege. You want to talk about just a servant's heart? Yes. Um, they were so easy to work with. One of the things I always get concerned about with riders and things like that is, you know, taking out the red M&Ms or just, you know, having the brown ones or something like that. And they were just so sweet. They just couldn't wait. And, you know, they gave it their all on stage. I mean, awesome. what a performance from what I was able to see from where I was. They totally crushed it. I love the Letter Black. I love their music and their heart. You know, Mark Anthony, um, he called me several times before the show, uh, you know, to make sure everything was coordinated. He's his own tour manager. Yes. And this is really what's down to earth about him. Is he works a full-time job. Yes. You know, there you go. and he, he does that. And I, I really think there's something powerful to that. It really keeps you in touch with reality. Yes. You can just sense that in the way that they do everything and the way that they present themselves on stage. They weren't, they did not have a case of rock star syndrome. Right. Exactly. But when they were up there, you could tell that the anointing was on them. And man, I wish them many blessings as they continue with this new album that's coming out. They got a new release coming out in a couple of weeks. Yes. Yes. That I'm really excited to hear. And just an awesome, awesome bunch of people to work with. Yeah, you know, you, awesome. made, you made a great point there, too, because even uh, a lot of people think that, yep, and I mean, it's okay, listen, if you're called to do it, you know, quit your job and do ministry. But, you know, the the disciples, they still continue to do their work. I mean, they still was fishing. Uh, you know, they were still yep. doing their jobs. Um, and there is something to be said, I think, about those who work, and work in the field for the kingdom's sake. You know what I mean? At the same time, you know, they're, they're working, making, you know, 
we're provided for whichever way it is. But I think I really believe it keeps you in that place of humility. Yes, I agree. Um, And it keeps you in contact with people. And the number of people that I get to minister to a day. Yes. You know, just in the course of my regular jobs that I have. Yes. And I have multiple jobs. Yes. um, That's just the way the world works. Yes. Um, you know, God does something. God does something new through each of them, and the jobs that you have don't have to be—they don't have to be glamorous. They don't. You know? They don't. No. I mean, come on, I'm a maintenance mechanic and a door dasher. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've done I've done Uber Eats and delivered Amazon packages. Oh no, kidding! I love delivering me some Amazon packages. Well, you've probably been delivering to my house every week because it seems like every day we got Amazon packages coming in at our house. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so I was thinking, and, and listen, your choice. What what I, uh, you know, I, I was looking at letter black, uh, the letter blacklist, and um, that sounds crazy. The letter blacklist, <laughs> uh, the list of the letter black songs, <laughs> and um, so uh, we have metal sharpens metal here, MSM Radio, and then the, I see their song Fire with Fire. So you know when people, oh, yes, that yeah. was the first song I ever heard by the letter black. Oh really? Okay, I love that. Song. Okay, and my yeah. thinking, what came to my I believe Holy Spirit was directing on this was that um, yes, metal sharpens metal. So we believers are are we get we 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 sharpen each other. Uh, and again, even in in military combat, when you you train, you 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 hit each other swords or you know you you train against each other um, to be able to go out on the battlefield. So metal sharpens metal, and that's what we're doing tonight. We're we're sharpening each other here tonight. And um, and then I'm so we, encouraged tonight. Yes, me too. And then with the Holy Spirit fire fighting. Now I don't know what this song is about but in my mind fire with fire so fighting fire hold the holy spirit fire using that to fight the 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 fire of the enemy absolutely that's what i was getting the fiery darts <laughs> yes right so let's listen to the letter black fire with fire Woo-hoo! yeah
Yeah, the letter black, pumping it up once again. Wow, that must have been quite quite the uh, show to catch Glenn down there. It was, and you know, the thing is, that's with her smooth, uh, clean vocals. Yes. That girl can growl. She can, I too. I mean, my goodness. Yes. Uh, their album, Pain, which I was able to get, they, they gave to me while we were at the, at the show. Uh, most of it is distorted vocals, and she can do that just as well as the clean vocals. Um, how she does that, I have no idea. I know, uh, right? It's, she, it's, she, incredible stuff. I mean, the whole production is incredible. They're they're top notch, no doubt about it. I, I just want to get are. that that guitar riff in that dude. Yeah. That breakdown is sick. yes, oh totally. I was like, yeah, man, and that, that's her husband <laughs> doing the guitar shredding, right? Yeah, Mark Anthony, and that's him on the backup vocals. I love. I, I'm very particular about male vocalists sure um because i tend to like the female vocalists yep. more but he's got a voice that's very, it soothes me when yes. i listen to it it's it's very uh pleasing to my ear very melodic yes um, it's rich and melodic it has kind of a bit of a hypnotic um sound to it yes i, I love it yeah i, I, I can it. see that no doubt about it I'll, I'll give a shout out to uh my, my brother bob merrick my friend uh he was just on our show last week uh now he's a radio dj at uh, one of the other uh, radio stations in town and uh he came out to our show so it was we had a great conversation especially uh on the side of all the music uh we were talking about um we were talking about really some deep stuff going on in the world and 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 what some may call conspiracy theories aren't just theories they're real legit stuff going on so we had some good conversation so uh shout out to my uh good friend bob merrick who was on the show with us last week thanks for listening bob and uh thank you for many other listeners that are tuned in so what else uh you have some other listeners glenn that were requesting some stuff i do as a matter of fact you know who's listening right now is tiffany Tiffany! From the last trumpet. Yeah, Tiffany is a very solid, uh, the, her, the whole crew, I, I've talked to Tiffany the most uh, when we've had uh, them on the show um, and communications and all that kind of stuff, but uh, she strikes me as a very solid, especially when you were talking about uh, her involvement in the um, uh, Get Revelation Rock Fest with prayer and all that kind of stuff. I mean, uh, that's very solid. So great, Tiffany. Uh, glad you're listening. Thanks so much. Um, so what do we got? Well, is Tiffany requesting anything or what's up? Yeah, well, you know, I'm going to request. Uh, I'm going to request. We we have to get to Ziggy's request with some White Heart. Um, the, That's right. Uh, attention, please, by White Cross. Excuse me, White Cross. Attention, please. And can you play the Devil's Hands by the Last Trumpet? Yeah, d- definitely. I- I'm going to play them. I have them in our list as well. And um, the uh, that is uh, Dan uh, Dax, of course, uh, the co-host um, who has stepped down for a little while. Um, that's his favorite. He loves that song, no doubt about it. So yeah, we're going to play that. And that's that. There's a lot of cool little things in that song. It's kind of uh, Devil's Hands. There, there's a lot of a uh, lot of different sounds. A lot of different um, influences so to say uh that is unique to hear them together all in one song it's pretty cool actually uh Tim, tiffany do you have the new song declaration of war do you have that one? I, I think i do let me let me pull let's stand by on that first i will look that up as we're playing some white cross and uh um, yes. what was the uh, uh uh song hold on a second let me uh make sure i got i'm in the right area what was the name of the song for ziggy from Last uh, trumpet is or, declaration of war. Or for, for White Cross is declaration of war. Or no, what? Uh, White Cross is attention, please. Okay, let me. I should pay attention, please. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I know what it's like to run all those controls. It's not like running just a computer. No. I used to do what you're doing, and it is. they used to call me beefy fingers at the radio station. 
I, I, I'd rather drive stick shift up a mountain than do this right now. <laughs> <laughs> and for those that have never done it before, uh, I would I would break out in a sweat during shows. I mean, it, oh, yeah. it was that intense. We'd have to go to commercial break. We'd have to run the bumper music. We'd I'd have to cue in to get the host, and it was... It was it was crazy. Yeah, was absolutely, absolutely. Crazy. absolutely. I'm I'm getting better at it. Again, when when Dax was co-hosting with me, he was running that stuff, and I was just running my jaw, so it was great. But <laughs> um, but uh, now I'm I'm getting used to it. And thank you, Glenn, for helping me during this when during those mix-ups that I have that you cover for me. So you're a pro. You've been on radio before. You've been on TV, haven't you? I think uh, didn't you do? Yeah, a- I, I had a TV show back in the uh, early 2000s. Started in, we started it in 1999, yes. and uh, it was on for several years. The name of the show in Charleston was called Arise and Shine. And even to this day, I still run into people that have seen that show. Now, I, 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 I burned the tapes, but I won't because there was some good teaching on there. But I was not the guy that I am today. I had the suit, the tie on, the jacket, and uh, you know all yes. that stuff. And uh, it looked like the TV set looked like Zondervan kind of vomited all over the place. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, now I've got the studio up here that's uh, more to my, more to who I am and, and, and my liking. And hey, we had a great. I want to plug the band that we talked to. We had a special Saturday edition today with a band from Riga, Latvia, okay. uh, Revelation Attic, and uh, look them up. And you can go to our YouTube page. Lithos Cry, L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y, yes. and check out the interview that we had with them because we were talking about zombies, yes, or the apocalypse, and artificial intelligence. They did a whole oh, bunch yeah. of songs about this wow. in the context of Scripture. And um, Rafa, who's the lead singer for Revelation Addict, she graduated from Theological Seminary wow. in Latvia. Wow. So she's very, very, very well-versed in Scripture. And she and her husband, Gun. Uh, I hope I do this right, Guntus, Guntus, I, I, I yes, don't speak sounds... Latvian, so yep. what sweet people. So you can check that out at Lithoscry, L-I-T-H-O-X-C-R-Y, yes. um, on YouTube, and we're going to be back to our regular schedule this week on Thursday night at 7 p.m. on Facebook Live and YouTube Live, that's at Lithoscry, there's only one Lithoscry in the entire world, that's us, Yes. and we're going to have my friends from Tampa, Florida, another great band from there, that I met in line at a um, Amorphous Delane and Annika concert. Uh, their name is Red Calling, and they okay. are wonderful, wonderful people. If you like the sound of Lacuna Coil, yeah, yeah, okay, you'll love. Wow, Red Calling. Wow, interesting. Yeah, they're that good, Glenn. You know, I'm getting getting the thing, and, and you're a busy guy, but man, as we're talking and you're you're telling me all this stuff. Um, <laughs> I think it'd be super cool if you have time ever. I think you should co-host with me on the the, the ten o'clock hour every week or on occasion when you can uh, to do you what know we're what? doing right now. I, I'm thinking I'm thinking the same thing. So I think we can we can make this work and uh, do this remotely, and we'll we'll beef up the audio um, for yep. the ten o'clock hour. Yes, and and do that. And uh, I can figure out a way I can plug in my setup into yours up there, and we can make this sound. I would love that. Like, 
Dolby, Dolby surround sound. Yeah, I, I love it, and I think it's super cool um, that you, um, it just, the knowledge you have and, and the connections to be able to talk and smith, I mean, we're we're co-hosting DJing right now, it's really exciting, and listeners are, are we're, they're getting a different taste of different things, and, and I really like what's going on here, it's really exciting, and, and, and I noticed Christy that. Christy likes it too, she says tag team with exclamation points, I love it, I love the uh, listener interaction tonight. This is great. yeah, absolutely. You know, it reminds me of a. Do you remember the open house party with John Garabedian? Uh, I don't. The radio show. I don't. Nationally syndicated. He would take requests from all over the country. Um, he just went off the air. He started in the eighties and just went off the air like five years ago. Okay. And I was totally fascinated by that show because he had all these people from around the country calling in, talking about what was going on in their neck of the woods, requesting great music. So. Yes! Wow, that's super cool. And you know what? I think uh, I think Jess or Jesse uh, 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 hit me up too. Hi, Jess. Uh, it might be the same person. I got a friend request. Um, and uh, thank you, Jess, for listening. If that's you listening, uh, thank you so much. And um, uh, yeah, we definitely. I, I think this is a cool format. It's interesting. I, I I've never seen this done before, where a, a, a host from another station or program co-hosts on a semi-regular basis. That's kind of exciting. You know what's cool about it? We don't have to worry about the Arbitron ratings. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. If nobody's listening, we're still having fun. <laughs> Nobody cares. And we're just having N- nobody fun. cares. You know, we're just like, oh, man, I got, I got to top out metal sharp and metal, man. I got to no. get more ratings. Exactly right. <laughs> this is exciting. We're just having fun. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And, and the reason why it came to my mind, because I've noticed that we're closing towards the end of the, the, the show, and I wanted to get everything you were talking about. I was like, man, I got to have them on again next week just to get through a lot of this stuff. Uh, but anyways, uh, we're going to try and spin out all these things that people have requested uh, right now. Uh, I'm going to play Attention Please by the band White Cross for Ziggy. Here we go. Sorry, sorry about that, guys. I just screwed that up. I got to get White Cross back up here. I played the wrong song. <laughs> sorry. About another one or black one, but you'll, yeah, you'll get it. You'll yeah, get it. yeah. Well, I, I have it pulled up here, for, but for some reason, I mean, I have White Cross pulled up here, and then, um, you know what, what I got to do, I see, I had to activate it. See, you know, this is crazy. Back in the day, wasn't it just tapes and albums and... <laughs> Here we go. I think I got it. Here we go. White Cross.
some good old classic white cross there that was great to hear thanks ziggy for that request man i i I always forget it's been a long time since i listened to white cross it's always great to hear them again i could remember when i first heard them and you know i was trying to balance uh you know again glenn wrote about this in his book about you know a lot of times we and i think he went through it too where you, you totally rejected world music just to follow the faith and then you realize that you don't have to do that but during my time of that um i was trying to find music that I liked, but in a Christian sense, and I heard White Cross on a Saturday night radio show way back, probably 20, 30 years ago, and uh, I heard them, I was like, are you kidding me? This is Christian rock? This is Christian music? Wow! And I I was totally, like, into White Cross at that point. But, uh, yeah, Glenn, back at you. Yeah, that is good music. They they got kind of a Motley Crue sound yeah. to me when I listen to them. They really sound like Motley Crue. Yep. And really what's happening, Rick, at, at this time in the world and, and what God's doing is really, he is, we are taking dominion and bringing the arts and entertainment back to the glory of God. And that's what you've been doing with MSM. That's what I believe God's been doing with, down here with Let Us Cry. And that's right. what we're doing tonight is that God wants us to be the head of the entertainment Yes. Um, for his glory, yes. and not to be the tail of it. You yes, know? Um, absolutely. And, and and that's why we're going to have a de- declaration of war, even with the band yeah. Bass Trumpet. T-L-T. <laughs> T-L-T. Yes. T-L-T. Yes, let's do this. The last trumpet, and we are going to play declaration of war right now. Yeah.
trumpet the declaration of war i'll tell you what they that's another that's another typical band not and i don't how do i want to say this it's that they're the type of band that just keeps on getting better and better as they go that's what i mean to say they're, they're that and that's a good thing that they uh, i i've seen i've heard the last trumpet's progression which was good and it just keeps on getting better is what i'm saying and when you see them on stage it's just brings a whole different dynamic to it. Um, when I see them perform, because they've got so many different elements going on, they've got all the different vocalists that are up there. Yes. Chris Shelton, his vocals, they're amazing. Tiffany's are amazing. Chris's growls, his, yes. his um, distorted vocals, I love them. And I love how they go back and forth between. You just don't get one of each all the time. It's kind of like a a nice jelly donut. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you just sit and eat the jelly, it's like cool at first, and then you're kind of like, okay, I want some donut with it. But with it, you know, last trumpet, super group, jelly donut. I that, that's the best way I can describe it. You know, I'm going to make an open it so I can open for those guys and call it jelly donut band. JD, I'll call it JD <laughs> opening for last trumpet. But they're they're the actual donut because it rocks. <laughs> Donut. <laughs> I know it. Oh, I, I, you know, I had to slow my donut intake down because I was having problems. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but the last trumpet, you need to increase your intake of that. Well, yeah, of course that. One. Yes, absolutely. Oh, man, jelly donut. I love it, Glenn. You, you're nailing it. Last trumpet and jelly donuts. You know, we ought to have whenever last trumpet is playing, we got to have like uh, free jelly donuts for everyone. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. So we're, we're about in the last five minutes, and then we're going to spin off some Zana here. And uh, Zana uh, has some incredible stuff, too. We're going to play the song, Was I Bad? But first, I have a station ID, WNGG, Gloversville, 90.9, WVVC, Dulgeville, 88.1, and Rome, 105.7. And you're listening to MSM Radio, Metal Sharpens Metal. And uh, tonight we had the special guest who stuck around for the next an hour and co-hosted with me, Glenn Remsen. 
And uh, if he, ha- if time permits for him uh, and our Father in Heaven willing, uh, we'll get together next week uh, with uh, with him uh, co-hosting with me from ten to eleven. Um, also, uh, Rob from the Resistance here on uh, on the show tonight is not going to be here at eleven o'clock. Um, he's not going to be here this week. But uh, Rob and family, thanks for all you guys do. Thanks for listening and thanks for your show, Rob, uh, at eleven o'clock and. Uh, Hopefully you'll be back next week in the mix. And, uh, Glenn, is there anything else you want to add? And I'll talk to you one more time after we play Zana, and then we'll shut out the show. But uh, is there anything you want to add? Yeah, it's funny because this afternoon you and I were talking as I was walking into Home Depot. It's like, yeah, let's just roll with this and see what, what God does and yes. how, it, how it turns out. And here we are co-hosting a show together, and I'm all in with you for, for next week as well. I love it. It's crazy, man. So people stand by it sounds like a confirmation confirmation let's hold glenn to it for next week uh for the for the 10 o'clock hour i love it i'm excited about it and uh so right now uh we're gonna play one last one and i'm gonna be getting out of here i'll come right back after this song and and to uh uh adios to my brother glenn and then uh we'll, we'll get another week going here but um right now we're gonna play zana was i bad yes yeah Guys, you know, I screw that up once again. Glenn, I'm still with you. Sorry about And listen, uh, and that was Devil's Hands, and I want to play some more of that by Last Trumpet. Um, but I, I got to get ready to get out of here, but I did want to play some Zana, and I screwed up. I keep on screwing up the Spotify. But Last Trumpet, we are going to play that song again, and we have played it before, and sorry that we had the mix-up. Uh, but um, I want to throw out this Zana tune here. I got to learn to run the system. Um, Hey, that was just more donuts, man. More donuts. More donuts. I love it. Yes, that's right. And um, and so we're gonna we're gonna get back to that and next week. Let's pump out some last trumpet. Um, we're gonna. This is what was I bad from Zana? So I think I got it in the queue correctly. Now I think I'm trying. <laughs> Hold on. Why isn't this playing? What? All right. Let's see what we got here. Oh, I know why. You know why, Glenn? Why is that? Because 
I don't have the volume up. I faded out on that one. There we go. Oh. <laughs> you know, this, you know, we really need you here, Glenn, because I'm screwing this show up pretty bad right now. <laughs> but, uh, okay, here we go. You're doing fine. Uh, thank You're you, my man. You're doing fine. Thank you, my brother. All right, uh, was I bad from Zani? Here we go. There we go. I got it right that time. That was Zana. Was I bad? So, Glenn, uh, so what's, uh, oh, hold on. See, I screwed up another button. But anyways, uh, talk to me. 
You got the last word, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all those donuts. You got the jelly on the on the keys there, making oh, yeah. them stick. It's yeah, the every, is, everything's man. sticking <laughs> all over the place around here. <laughs> no, it takes a lot of practice. Hey, to everybody that's listening out there that's been with us tonight, you know, peace out, rock on this week, and yes. join us on Raven's Heart at Let Us Cry. Check us out at LithosCry dot com, l i t h o s c r y dot com. Yes, and Rick, it's been a pleasure not just doing an interview with you tonight, but co-hosting as well. And let's do this at 10 o'clock next week. Yeah, let's do it. And uh, special, extremely special thank you to our Father in Heaven. Uh, I lifted up uh, some prayer earlier on air, and uh, right when the show was getting started, and uh, things did go the way he wanted it to go. So thank you, Father, for, for how things flow tonight and the people that were blessed, and I was blessed by the show. So, Dad, all credit to you. Thank you for your son who uh, has caused all of us to be able to communicate and be together with you, Father. And, and thank you that you uh, dwell with us. Thank you so much. All right, Glenn, my man. Thank you. Thank you, all you listeners. Yes, let's do this next week. MSM Radio. I am going to get out of here. All right, guys. Metal sharpens metal. Yeah, rock it!